Howdy gang, I'm Ash Tardrew, proud parent of two crazy as fuck roommates, lover of a full body Shiraz and hardcore Kmart shopper. Welcome to my world where I can promise you the only thing you'll take away from my podcast is the fact that you aren't the only one who doesn't have a clue what they're doing in life. Sit down and let's talk all things poo, penises and parenting. I dare ya. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. It is so great to be sitting alone in my living room talking to myself again. So today I want to talk about something that was quite a shock to me after I pumped out kids because all I was thinking about was the birth and how much pain my vagina was going to be in. But I did not know about all of the other shit that happens after you give birth. And that is the stuff I want to talk about. The shit people don't tell you after birth. Because I think that is, was for me maybe worse than the labour of the twins. Maybe you agree, maybe you don't, but let's just chat about it. All right, so maybe let's just go back before the labour to nipples. Let's talk about the nipples. So I always had small, delicate nipples. I prided myself on my beautiful nipples. And I was not aware about the change of your nipples as you got more pregnant. So they just kept big, getting bigger and bigger and darker and darker and it wasn't until later that someone told me that your nipples do that so when you have the baby it they have a target and they can see where their feet is coming from but holy mackerel can those nipples grow in size that was just crazy that shocked me and you know what after breastfeeding and the wah wah the express machine my nipples are fucked, but let's talk about that later in the podcast. Um, another wonderful thing that I did not even know about, did not even think about, was the passing of the placentas. Now that shit was crazy. The sound of it, the feel of it, the whole thing about it was... Ugh. So I... Um, obviously had twins and I had them naturally and I don't remember really them putting the babies the ribbon or pearl on my chest but I do remember the passing of those disgusting placentas and that noise was just like something that is will be burnt into my head until the day that I die it's just like <laughs> just came slopping on out so after the after pearl was first, so after pearl came out, they were like, now it's time for the placenta. And just the feel and the, ugh, it was like a big sloppy fish just, blah, just coming out. It was just, it was not good. Ugh. And then I remember Reuben came out and then I had to do that fun thing again. And I was just like, oh, this is just, this is not fun. This is gross. So the placenta passing is something that you pregnant mums 
first-time mums are going to have some real fun with. So have fun with that one. Anyway, I later went to the bathroom to wash myself down after the labour and I remember catching a glimpse of my badge in the mirror and the size that my flaps had swollen to is an image that will be burnt on my brain until the day that I die. It was shocking to me. My flaps were so fucking swollen. It was like I had a Sharon football between my legs. It was so gross. I just remember Ben seeing them thinking he's never going to want to have sex with me again. But he did, so it could not have been that bad for him. But, oh, men must just think, they must see a lot of shit with like pregnancy and birth because I remember like when my stomach got to a certain size I couldn't see my vagina so I did not did not give a shit what was happening down below with the pubic hair it could have been a freaking muff for all I knew but it was like I can't see it I don't know about it but Ben was not keen on having sex with me pregnant anyway because he was always worried that his penis was gonna hit one of the kids heads so yeah it was not a big thing for him Anyway, Ben's going to love that. Um, so the biggest thing for me after pumping the kids out that affected my life and it still was, scars me was the hemorrhoids. I was not prepared for A, just them to be there and for B, how painful and annoying and how much they affect your life and how much time I spent thinking about them. So... The next morning when I woke up, I remember like tinkering around my anus, just, just you know, just they're a bit, I don't know, I was a bit shocked about what had happened down there. And I remember feeling these like disgusting lumps and I was just mortified and I couldn't walk properly because my anus hurt so much. And um, then one of the midwives came in and she said, oh yeah, let me give, let me have a look at your, your, your thing, your bum. So I ripped open my cheeks. She's like, oh, yeah, there's two um, hemorrhoids. I couldn't see them, but they felt so fucking big and just just disgusting. I was disgusted. But the thing about them is they hurt so much when I walked. Just just sitting there, laying there, just the hemorrhoids were just there, and I, I hated it so much. I was, I think everyone in the ward knew about the hemorrhoids because I talked about them that much because I was just... I just was not prepared for them and I would always have to shuffle out to reception um, and get the eye sticks to shove between my anus or to shove between my bum cheeks just to like make the swelling of the hemorrhoids go down and sleeping at night with them oh, and taking the first poo without, even if you didn't have hemorrhoids, but with hemorrhoids, that was a really, really scary moment for me in my life. I remember just sitting on the toilet, just thinking, shit is about to get real. This is going to be worse than labour, backing out this shit. Little did I know that all the, the, the pills and the special sloppy food that you get in hospital is to prepare you for that shit that you do after you've pushed the kids out. Anyway, it was a nice poo. I didn't really notice with the hemorrhoids. But I still remember this poor midwife... She was actually really, really lovely. And she'd just come off her lunch break and the first thing she got to see was looking at my asshole, checking my hemorrhoids. Because whoever came in to talk to me, I would always talk about my hemorrhoids. Didn't care about the vagina stitch up, didn't care about the kids. It was just the hemorrhoids. I was just so mortified by them. 
anyway, they gave you some cream and then after a couple of weeks they just went down. So I don't have the hemorrhoids anymore, just FYI. I feel like everyone's really getting to know me on a real personal level here. It's, it's nice. Another thing I was not prepared for was the recovery from getting your vagina stitched up because my vagina teared and I had a couple of stitches and just like walking, walking with your stitches plus hemorrhoids, that was just a combo from hell. That was shit. Um, I used to walk Frank, just shuffle down the street. I think it was even like five or six weeks after and it was still hurting. And I just remember once I got nearly to the end of our street and I took like a little bit of a bigger step and it's just felt like I ripped the stitches. I didn't, but that's what it kept feeling like. And whenever you took a poo, you were just scared that it was going to split the stitches. That was really, really annoying. So just be prepared for that because that's a fun time. Um, swollen ankles after childbirth my ankles swelled up so freaking big that I couldn't wear certain track pants so I had these bonds ones with zips at the bottom couldn't do the zips up because my ankles are so fat for me there was nothing really attractive that came with pregnancy or after labor it was a very unsexy time for me in my life in yeah in my life definitely Definitely was not glowing. Definitely didn't have that glow. Um, let's talk about breastfeeding because that's a big hot topic. Um, I hated breastfeeding. I only lasted three and a half weeks and that three and a half weeks was a struggle and that nearly killed me. I know um, when I used to go onto the website to get my formula because if you're a twin mum or a parent, you get half price formula which is go out and have twins because that is just a bargain in itself. No, don't. But you get a half-price formula delivered to your door, but like as soon as you go on the website, the first thing that pops up is breast is best. Fuck off. Sometimes you just can't help it. Me, I didn't have that much milk, but I still had milk. But it was just, I didn't like it. I, it just, it just was not for me. And I was... When on top of not sleeping and everything else, you're trying to breastfeed kids or newborn babies, especially your first ones when you don't even know what the hell you're doing, was a real mental fuck. And it was just getting really, really hard and mentally hard because I was thinking, if I don't do this, then I'm not going to... I'm not going to be a good mum if I can't provide them with milk and if I have to give them formula, then whatever... But I went and started seeing this um, midwife that worked at a pharmacy in Palm Beach and she could tell that I was not not coping. And so straight away she's like, that's it, you're done. No more breast milk. You're going, you're stopping that formula. You're going straight on to formula. Happy mum is a, happy mum is a good mum. So that was, she was amazing. I wanted to give her a big fat hug because she made me feel like that was totally fine and it is totally fine. So if you, people are gonna, if people try to tell you that breast is best and you're literally hating it, tell them to eat a dick because a happy mum and a happy kid is best, not breast. So suck on those fat ones, Brenda. Um, the dripping boobs, the drippers, let's call them the drippers. 
I was in the hospital because I think I stayed there for like seven days after the twins were born and I'd just, I think I'd just come out of the shower and I was bending over to look for some beautiful glamorous undies and I remember feeling this drip on my toes and I was, what, what is dripping? It was my big drippers dripping on my toes. Milk was coming out onto my toes. That was, I was really grossed out by that. It was disgusting. I didn't, yeah. I was just like, Ashley, can you get any more sexy? And I had this express machine, a double whammy one. So, and it had a special (laughs) boob tube. So I could express milk hands-free and walk around expressing milk. I remember Ben just staring at me thinking, babe, you are sexy as fuck. No, he definitely wasn't thinking that. He was, he was thinking, that looks like some kind of fucked up sex toy because that's what it did look like. But um, I expressed milk and that machine wrecked my freaking nipples. The little tips on the end, I used to have beautiful, delicate tips. No, bye-bye little beautiful, delicate tips. I have Bricky's thumbs now. Like, they are so, like, they stick out so much that... They've always look erect. Always look erect. I can be wearing padding and you can see that they're erect through there. Walking through the shopping centres, I always get a couple of looks from the old boys thinking, yeah, but no, it's because the nipple used to get sucked so far down that damn sucking machine. That that noise still makes me sad when I hear it. One time I was so tired when I was expressing milk that I actually forgot to put the 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 jugs on that catches the milk and I was just sitting there in the chair and I could feel dripping could hear that stupid machine and the milk was just dripping down onto my lap I was like wow this is you need you need to sleep Ashley another thing they should tell you but they don't tell you after you give birth they give you that book the pamphlet to fill out for the kit for your baby to name it and like the legal document so of course I had two and and what they should say is go home get some sleep and then fill that out don't do it in the hospital when you you haven't slept in a long time because what you will do is you will give your twins the same middle name so my Ruben has Pearl's middle name and Pearl has Pearl's middle name so which is both named after my grandma. And when I got the birth certificates back and Reuben's and Pearl's were exactly the same, named after my grandma, I was like, oh, that's all good. I'll just give them them a call and just tell them over the phone and they'll be able to fix that up. No, nope. That is their legal name. That is their first legal name. So for the rest of their life, if I did change it and they say, have you ever been known as any other name? He would have to put that name. And the form is not just a little form. It's like a 16-page form. So me and Ben just decided, you know what, Rubes, you can just keep that middle name because we're not going to do that. And that, what is a name? That's totally fine. Ruben, you can deal with that. So please, pregnant mums, please fill that form out when you get home or just fill it out and maybe just give it to someone to check over. Or maybe this is just a me issue, like that time I thought that I'd 
unenrolled in uni, but I hadn't, and mum had to pay for a whole semester of uni that I didn't attend. Could just be a me thing like that because I do stupid shit like that. All right. Well, I think that I should wrap this up before, if any pregnant mums are listening, before they, or maybe they already are crying because they can't wait for all this excitement that I've just spoken about to happen to them. I'm beginning to think this podcast is more of a contraceptive than anything else, but I just wanted to, I just wanted to prepare those mums who are listening for this because none of this stuff crossed my mind, so... You can just thank me for this later. Who cares about the labour? That's the easy part. It's the hemorrhoids in your asshole that are going to change your life. So maybe next time we can discuss something a little more upbeat, maybe something you could speak about over the dinner table. I'll make a mental note about that. Um, Have a wonderful day and I will speak to you from my living room at a further time. Bye.